<laughs> great way to start the podcast. <laughs> I do what I can. I do what I can. Oh, that's going to be, that's definitely going in the cut. Cool. Great. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so what's good? I, I, I mean, um, it's kind of hard to like parse anything that happened after the film we just watched, but we'll yeah. get to that, I suppose. Yeah, um, I guess. So let's talk, <laughs> you want to talk about our weekend a little bit? <laughs> I mean, you want me to talk about my weekend, you mean? <laughs> I mean, mainly, I'll go over mine. Mine was just a lot of tequila sunrises and chilling at my house and beating Wolfenstein. Yeah, that seems like a pretty wholesome weekend. I got. It was decent. I also had a Steel Reserve spiked watermelon tall boy. Oh, how was that? Um, 8% alcohol by volume got me fucked up somehow. Yeah, nice. I mean, yeah. It'll do ya, do that to ya. Tasty um, as shit, though. I want more. Good. That's good. Um, I got extremely fucked up on Jaeger bombs this weekend. Oh, that's what you were drinking? You were drinking Jaeger? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't buy mixed drinks for myself usually, so I was just like, the guy I was with, I'm just like, whatever you get, I'll have the same. Speaking um, of the guy you were with... <laughs> I'm not gonna put him. I'm not gonna put my fucking ANCAP coworker on blast. <laughs> no, but I just I want to put. I'm putting you on blast because <laughs> you're socializing with the enemy player. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's um, the the goal. The end goal here is to to make him a recruit. So conversion. conversion. Oh, Blair, <laughs> you're gonna fall for the enemy. No, <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing the Lord's work out here. Oh God. Oh, sleepy. I slept so... You and I both slept so much this weekend. Well... Well, okay, you didn't sleep one night, but last night you slept for like 14 hours, or 10 No, I slept for like 10 hours, which is... That's still a lot. That's still a lot. Um, I slept for about that many. <laughs> yeah. And then also, like, um, my dad has been like working his ass off this week at work, because he got like... He's basically doing like three guys' work, and then two other people like dumped their workload on him while they went on vacation. Sure. And, um... So he gets home on Friday, and he, the only reason he's home before, like, 8 p.m. is because my sister made him go to dinner with her. Mm-hmm. And um, so he gets home, and I've, like, cooked dinner, you know, these delicious Korean barbecue pork chops and some uh, stir-fry zucchini, which is a little bit too salty, but I've learned, my, I've learned so I won't do it next time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, I already ate, so I'm not very hungry. I'm going to go sit down in my room for a little bit. And then it was 6 p.m., and I did not see him awake again until the next day. Oh, my God. At, like... 10. Sometimes it's just like that, you know? He's slept for f- almost 15 hours, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes it's just like that. Sometimes it just be like that. Uh-huh. Fuck. <laughs> God, I wish that were me. Yeah, God. Fucking dads. Dads can sleep like... Dad, my dad can sleep like a motherfucker, but he also wakes up at like the slightest thing. Sure, sure. Yeah. Oh, God. So. (laughs) Podcast? Podcast. I'm not bailing you out of this one. I, I've done it for the past, like, 60-whatever episodes. It's your turn to do it for once. For the most difficult movie we've ever watched. Listen, I cho- I strategically chose my week to make you do it. <laughs> what episode is this, actually? We're coming up on episode 69. Fuck. Preemptively. Nice. No, you can't say nice until we get there. Oh, this is only episode 59. We got another 10. Sure, sure. I can still preemptively be, like, nice. Yeah, I guess. Episode 59, not quite as nice. Nah. It's when one person... 59 is when one person is doing missionary, but the person on bottom is 69-ing. <laughs> That's what five looks like. The, the the top is the arms, then the back, and the curved-ass legs. That's that's missionary. Yeah, but it... But it 59... Doesn't really 59. look like that. 59 is just missionary sex. Yeah, 59 is just missionary sex. <laughs> I mean, still not bad. Yeah. Like, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fuck. What we'll about take the whatever rest we of can like, get these, kind of, these days, you know? Which, which, which number is the reverse cowgirl of sex? Um, 
I don't know if we can make numbers go like that. I mean, I think you can make a case for seven being at the bottom. Uh-huh. And then what's on top of the seven? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's gotta be, like... Man, this is tough. It is. It's hard coming up with sex numbers. Yeah, that's why 69 is so clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was, like, 10, I thought 69 was specifically, like, a gay sex thing. And not... (laughs) And not anything else. I mean, it's... I mean, it could be... I can understand why you would think that. Uh Uh-huh. It does... the, The concept does lend itself to, like... You know, uh, it, uh, like, uh, it, the concept does lend itself to the same body parts, you yeah, know? Yeah. I like, mean, it's it's kind of like, it's it's uh, no rules just right. Sex. Yeah. <laughs> like, Put your face in their genitals and call it a day. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> so, if so, what's the reverse cowgirl then? Can we make numbers go like that? I don't think we can make numbers go like that. What about a sideways one and a seven? I think that's a reverse cowgirl. <laughs> I mean, I guess, dog. Like, but I figured it out. <laughs> we made numbers go that way. But I mean, I guess we can. I guess it's our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we Listen, want. Listen, Blair, we have to. We have to talk about a racer head this weekend. Just trying to kill as much possible time as I can. Fuck! <laughs> I did this to you. Yeah, you did. Oh my god. I'm not doing another Lynch film for another year. Oh my god. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Maybe we can do Lost Highway. That's a, I like that movie a lot. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Shit. <laughs> um, should, is there any news that we need to talk about? Um, I mean, to there, was some the news, there was some news last week that we could talk about. I don't really want to. Sure. Yeah, but, we don't have you know. to. No, but you no, know the news. Of. I mean, certainly this movie is going to be, uh, not movie, well, movie, I guess, but this podcast is going to be kind of a shit show regardless, so. Yeah. 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 So. That's, that's politics, baby. Yeah. I I, I just, I I really don't want to go into it on the show. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know why I keep dancing around it, like I'm going to eventually just go into it because I'm not. (laughs) I think this movie is about... The uh, class conflict in, sure. the, in the United States. Okay, um, I'm with you. Um, well, maybe. I mean, there is another, there is another news item that like was not quite uh, that I actually wouldn't mind talking about. Where sure. um, the Department of Justice declared that uh, Title I believe Title Seven and Title Nine do not apply to like gay hate crimes and stuff. Sure. Which is bad, obviously. Right. And um, I, I saw Adam Scott, the the guy who was in Krampus, most famously. I'm sure. Yes, yes, yes. His one um, very I did see credit. Adam Scott refer to uh, this administration as an exploding diarrhea bomb. Which I mean, I'm not a huge fan of just like pundits being like, "Oh, I'm gonna clown on Trump," but like that's a pretty good way to clown on Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Explosive diarrhea bomb. I mean, all things considered, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, title, uh, title nine. Let's see what the, let's see what the actual news is. The, there's no news. No news? No news. There was never any news. No, it was all a dream. Yeah. Uh. Okay. God. Okay, we have to get into it. Do we have to, Blair? We, we like, yes, we have to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we watched Eraserhead this week, <laughs> and we're just now trying to parse it. Yeah. Oh, um, Title Seven. sorry, Title Seven. not, 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 um, hate crimes, I apologize. Title Seven is defense of, uh, discriminatory hiring practices, and uh. Department of Justice apparently says, uh, Title Seven does not cover sexual orientation discrimination. Mm. So great. That's no good. That's bad. Also, um, I, I, I know I said I wasn't going to go into this, but I do just want to say one thing. I think it's fucking hilarious. that, And by hilarious, I mean terrifying that our president thinks he can just tweet something and it happens. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, to be fair, a lot of people took, but I think we took them seriously because we have that expectation when like the president says something. Yeah, like there's there's usually some like force behind it, as in there's actual like machinations in the background. There were there, there were no any, machinations. Like, do you think there were like any like awkward phone calls where someone was like, "Well, all right." Uh, James, you, you got to go home. Sorry. I mean, uh, bye. And then two hours later, James gets the call like, "Hey, um, this is this is army. Uh, come back. Yeah, I'm pretty. You're sure, fine. I'm pretty sure like whatever department is responsible for this kind of thing just issued a statement like, we don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is the first we're, we're hearing about this. We are living in such a hellscape. Yeah. Yeah. But on the bright side, fucking good old John Maverick pulled through for us after, you know, not pulling through for us. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I'm just glad we're not all going to die just yet. Yeah. Don't Sorry worry. to get political. <laughs> It'll be fine. It's going to be yeah. fine. It, yeah. Yeah. Which is exactly what we're talking about. Super positive movie Eraserhead this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So, um, this film is a David Lynch. It's probably his most incomprehensible. This is coming from someone who has watched Mulholland Drive. Um, yeah, and this is coming from someone who actually this is this is slightly more comprehensible, I think, than Lost Highway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it, so I can't justify that. But uh, I trust you. Um, it's it's Lost Highway is good. It, no, I, I I trust you. The, my my biggest problem with this movie, honestly, is that I just have a really hard time focusing on movies that are in black and white. Sure. Like it, it's not like a knock against this movie or anything. It's just like I have a really hard time watching them. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like even if you were paying complete focus on it, I think you would have to watch this movie several times to get even like a symbolic symbolic gist of it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. What is this movie about? Well, it's about um, uh, child rearing um, in a working class family. Literally, uh, that's I what guess. it's about. Is it really? I, like that's. I mean, those are the, the the key themes in it. Obviously, it's like a nightmare scenario of all those things. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm just a dumbass. So, like, I I, I believe whatever you told me this movie is about. <laughs> well, I know that um, the the. So we have Henry Spencer, I think his name is. Yep, played by Jack Nance. Um, Rest in peace. Yep. Um, who plays... Yeah, so Henry... Um, and he's, like, dating this one chick named Mary. Yep. Uh, um, well, we do... Don't forget that we open with some guy pulling levers and Henry Spencer's face floating back and forth for, like, five minutes. Yeah. The opening sequence really doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense until... Later in the movie, when we find out Henry's on vacation right now, which is why he's walking through, like, huge piles of dirt and, like, just kind of looking aimless and lost, you know? Because he, he's, he's just not at work and there's nothing to do in the kind of I mean, landscape just, he lives in. I just perpetually look aimless and lost no matter what I'm doing, so it's kind of relatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, supposed to be about, like, mundanity, I'm pretty sure. And, like... I, I like, again. I think it's like, like symbolism for like if your entire like livelihood is based around employment, yeah. trying to figure out what to do, like when you don't have that, is kind of you know like just kind of like dealing with the vacancy of um, work, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, especially in evidently a culture that is um, sur- surrounded by work, because yeah, we also get a, a, a small tirade from uh, Mary's father, who uh, Henry who talks about who shouts about his knees, right? Yeah, yeah, who Henry is visiting right now. Um, who's he's like? Oh, you work in the printing factory. That's nice. I laid all the pipes in this goddamn city. People think their houses just grow pipes, but they don't. Look at my knees. So, yeah. <laughs> Look at my knees. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the the entire situation with his family is probably... It's like the worst possible meet your significant other's 
family instance. Yeah, because it ever. does. It does. It does end with a chicken like spewing blood. Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, because they have these like little man-made chickens. They're like the size of your fist or whatever. Yeah. Um, Sorry, my chair is like getting caught on the stuff on the floor. I need to fix it. Okay. It's gonna make great audio. And my door closed. Goddamn! I was keeping it open because it's so fucking hot. Oh my god. Okay, there we go. I got some breeze. Cool. Nice. Swag. Um, dab. Don't dab. Uh, it's too late, bitch. You can't stop what has already begun. Fuck. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, his, the, 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 the mom of this chick starts crying for no reason while they're talking, while they're trying to talk about what Henry does for a living. Yeah. Um. I think crying is a very weird way to describe what she does. Yeah, I, she starts, like, heaving and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what it's supposed to emulate. And then there's, yeah. and then it's dinner time, and uh, um, Mary's dad talks about the fact that he he's lost complete feeling in his arm because he had a surgery on it, and it was fine because he was rubbing it, but then now it's not fine anymore. Um, so he asks Henry to carve the chickens, which are very small. He's just like, just carve it like a normal chicken. He's like, aha, just like a normal chicken. And then he stabs it, and it starts bleeding. And <laughs> And then um, uh, Mary leaves the room and starts, like, crying and stuff. Um, and then, like, everyone else is reacting to it like it's not a big deal until um, her mom leaves with her. And uh, Henry gets up, too. And um, her, her mom corners Henry and asks if she and Henry have had intercourse. <laughs> Um, I believe is the exact wording there. Uh, fuck. Um, and then there's, like, mentions of a baby, and then... And then Mary is like, I don't know if it's a baby. It it might not be a child. Yeah, yeah, and (laughs) her mom just waves that away, like, oh, it's premature, but it's fine. And, uh, if it's, if it's Henry's, then you guys have to get married and take care of it. Actually, he, she doesn't even say if or anything. She's like, it's Henry's, and you guys have to get married. It's gonna be fine. And then uh, Mary is bawling about this, like, crying so hard. And she's like, would you be okay if we got married? Is that fine? And it's, like, <laughs> like, like the worst, most uncomfortable, like, marriage proposal ever. Right. Like, well, I mean, hey, let's, let's do this? Yeah. Question mark? Yeah. I have a baby. It's, like, a worm, and it's got the head. It's got, like, a beak. Mm-hmm. I do not like it, but it's ours, so we must raise it and care for it, and sound good? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, so the next scene we get is with Mary in, I think, Henry's house or apartment or something, trying to take care of this baby, which will not eat the the baby food that she's trying to spoon feed it. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's this, like, slimy-looking, like, reptilian looking like thing all swaddled up in like a blanket Mm -hmm. uh, that's just yelling all the time yeah um then the henry gets in and he like stares at the radiator for a while and like hallucinates a room in the radiator um and then then they go to bed i guess but it's like keeps yelling and then mary freaks out and like leaves um, because she's like, I need a good night's sleep, and Henry's just like, what? I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, so that happens, and they have a fight. The, I think the most, one of the most perplexing things that happens in this movie is, um, the scene where Mary is getting up to leave, and is actually even up yeah. the door, um, yeah, and, and then, then she, she comes runs back, back to like, the bed. And, like, just, like, I, I guess to pull, like, mildly a distance. Like mildly inconvenience Henry, she like pulls the bed up away from the wall because they don't have like a bed of what's it called, Blair? The thing at the head of the bed, um, headboard. Something yeah, like that. they don't have a headboard, so they're just he's just like lounged up against the wall, and he can't do that quite if he's that far away from the wall. I he, guess I don't know. I like I don't know why she does because it's it doesn't even look like she's moving the bed. She's just like trying to shake something loose. Um, yeah. or, like, trying to remove the bed frame is what it looks like, um, to me at least. And then, then she just leaves, and it's like, well, 
Okay. I I mean I'm trying. I was like as we were watching, I was like, what is what is this? Obviously, this is trying to symbolically indicate something. Like, I, but I feel like that like her being trapped behind bars of like jail bars is because that's what it looked like. I feel like that'd been way too on the nose and probably not it. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's indicative of, of some sort of tension. I don't know. Something. Luna, I don't know. Blair, why don't you know? Don't you picked know. this movie. I did pick this movie um, because I hadn't seen it, and I felt it was like some like somewhat of a quintessential movie to watch for someone who likes weird shit. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like weird shit too. Yeah. It's. <laughs> you want to know a fun fact about this movie? I found. I just found out. Hmm. The original soundtrack, uh, there's a soundtrack album, it is uh, a total of 37 minutes and 47 seconds long, and that length is comprised of two songs. Ah, good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that seems about right. I wonder if I can find this on Amazon. <laughs> Let's see, Eraserhead <laughs> Soundtrack. My, the man. absolute bot- bop of the Eraserhead Soundtrack. Oh, yeah, I can get it for 15 bucks on Prime. Nice. I might buy it. <laughs> I might buy it. You know what this reminded me of a little bit? Hmm. What's that movie about the, uh, the black and white movie about the guy who, like, gets a hole, drills a hole in his head to, like, get away from, ev- to, like, get away from everything because there's a weird comp- conspiracy thing? Um, Pi? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It just reminded me of that just a little bit. Like no particular reason and it's I don't it's been a while since I actually saw it. Uh-huh. But Yeah, I've never seen it. I just somehow know what you're referencing. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. I I guess I can see that. It's kind of like it's I mean it's it's like weird shit, but it's like weird shit with a purpose, but that mm-hmm. purpose is like buried under symbology. We should watch Pie. Yeah. Maybe not for fear baiting. I don't know if it'd be considered a horror movie. Eh, it says eh, the Wikipedia calls it a surrealist psychological horror thriller film. Uh, I suppose so. We definitely need to watch an Aronofsky at some point. Sure, sure. Maybe a Suspiria. Was that him? I've never seen it. Hmm. No, that wasn't him. Who the fuck directed Suspiria? I know that director. No, Aronofsky. Oh, Argento. That was Argento. Hmm. We should watch that at some point. You're just distracting from the fact that you don't want to talk about the quote-unquote plot of this movie. I don't. <laughs> it's a movie. I, I thought it was good. I was just like... Yeah, no, I thought it was good, too. I think it's like, just... Blair, Blair, again, we have 40 minutes left of this podcast. Do you really think we can fill 30 of that with more talk of this movie? I hope so. I think I don't. so. I, okay, I mean, hey, let's go for it. I'll save all my tangents for the end. <laughs> Fuck. We'll, we'll, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Okay. Um... So, so the next thing that happens is, so Henry's left alone with the baby, and then he looks at it, and it's got all these, like, welts on it, and, like, like, hives and shit. Yeah, it's very bad to look at. He's like, oh, so you are sick. Um, I I assume perhaps indicating why it was, like, crying so badly, even though we've seen it before while it was crying, and it did not look anything like this. Um... And uh, it's got, like, all this shit in its mouth, like, like chunks of stuff. And he's like, well, I, I don't know what to do about this. So he kind of just sits by it, you know? Yeah. Um, even though whatever whatever's, uh, like, ailing it looks fatal, you know? Yeah, it, it's very bad to look at. Like, it's probably my second least favorite scene in the movie. Yeah, no, it's really in terms bad. Of just looking at, in, in terms of just looking at Idness. What's your least favorite scene in the movie? The end? Oh, yeah, the end is When he bad. de-swaddles the baby? Uh-huh. It's very bad! <laughs> um, shit. Yeah, I think the... This movie gave me anxiety. And yeah. I think a lot of that anxiety is centered around the little infant child. He's very bad to look at. Yeah. And it's like, it's not even that I dislike this baby. It's just that there's something in about it that just conjures this fear within me. This, like, deep dread. Yeah. I mean, this baby sucks. Yeah. I'll it's just say it. It's not fault, though. No, but I still hate it. I guess. I guess that's fair. 
Um, shit. What happens next? You have the Wikipedia page open. Yeah, I do. Um, so what, what just happened? We, uh, right, the, bo- the baby's got boils. Uh, let's see. Mary leaves the kid. Uh, oh, Hank be, or, nope, Henry. But, I mean, Hank's a nickname. Sure. He begins experiencing visions. Uh, he sees the, what Wikipedia calls the man in the planet, who was the man cranking those things in the beginning. Ah, uh-huh. Uh, and then the lady in the radiator, who's got, like, some fucking chipmunk cheeks. Yeah. Actually, I think she's probably my favorite, like, character design in this movie. Yeah. No, like, it's good. wise it's good. Because um, I think it very well, like, like communicates what it's trying to communicate, which is this sort of, like, uncanny, surrealist version of, like, like, a, like, innocence and purity you know yeah she she kind of just looks like a, a really weird marilyn man marilyn monroe I yeah marilyn there's like there's like something cherubic about her but also yeah the cherubic qualities of her are obviously very like synthetic i yeah, guess or artificial it, it, yeah it's um it reminds me of a scene in uh did you have you ever read perdido street station mm-mm so there's a race of people in that book called the Garuda, and they're basically like bird people. Mm-hmm. And there is also a uh, the pu- sort of punishment for crime in that city. If you're not jailed, you're often reformed, quote unquote, which is like your body gets fucked up uh-huh. by by like weird magic stuff. Sure. And um, one at one point the uh, the they they come across someone basically a freak show. And the person claims to be a Garuda, and they're just someone who's been reformed to have wings made out of, like, flesh, and it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, that's kind of what, like, if you wanted to, like, reform a human into a cherub, that's kind of what this woman looks like. Right, right. Yeah. Pretty Illustration's a good book. Yeah. I like it. I've heard good things about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, like, her cheeks are made, obviously made out of, like, paper mache. Yeah. So. That's, it's some Lon Chaney shit, though, like, it. Yeah. It's good. It's good, though. That was uh, a good joke, I think. <laughs> Someone out there is really imp- appreciating it. You're not? N- no. <laughs> you don't know Lon Chaney? No. Man of a Thousand Faces? Mm-mm. He fucking... Oh, what was the role he did it for? I can't remember. Hold on. I gotta look it up. Okay. Yeah, no. Lon Chaney is, like, one of the... One of the... <sighs> fuck. What the hell's his... His name's Lon Chaney, right? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, when he was playing uh, a vampire, I think. Yeah, he covered, he filled his cheeks with cotton. I see. To what end? Uh, to look fucked up. Oh, okay. Let me look this, let me just... Oh no, sorry, it's Phantom. Phantom of the Opera. Mmm. But yeah, Lon Chaney's this old, like, actor who just, like, kind of was a master of makeup and just could do any sh- any fucking face you wanted. Mm-hmm. Did you want a face? He's got it. How? Did, I can't believe you never heard of Lon Chaney. I don't know shit. You know I don't know shit. <laughs> this is true. Neither of us know any shit. I feel like we have this conversation at least three times a podcast. Where yeah. Like, hey, the shit that you should know, and I'm like, I don't. You know, I don't know it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know shit either. So yeah, you, that's true. That's true. You, will, you ref, the, the only difference is that when I reference something, I need to check and make sure that you get it, and you just like move on like a normal human being. <laughs> And I have to be like, did you get it? Did, did you, did you, did you get it? <laughs> did you get it, Blair? I mean, that's fine. That's fine. Because honestly, now I'm smarter because of it. You Thank know? you. Um, what happens next? I do not know. You have the Wikipedia article open. I know. I don't want to. <laughs> Luna. So she si- she's sings and she dances and she steps on some, some like worm. According to Wikipedia, it's like some sperm-like creatures, which I didn't see the sperm head, but okay. I mean, she does squish them and like white stuff comes out of them. Yeah. They, she squishes them and some nut comes out. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, she's singing and she sings a really beautiful song to Henry, which is uh, in heaven, everything is fine. Mm-hmm. And it's really pretty. It's just, it's haunting. And it's like just a minute of her singing it. And it's really good. Probably mm-hmm. my favorite, one of, one of my favorite scenes in the movie, if not my favorite. Yeah. It's good. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Henry's head gets cut off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, no. Sorry. He, uh, first he fucks the lady across the hall. Yeah. And then he has a dream where he gets his head chopped off. Sure. 
Yeah. By something that kind of looks like the baby. Uh-huh. And then the baby's head grows out of where his head was. Yep. And then his head falls into a pool of blood and lands on a street below. And a kid finds it and brings his head to a pencil factory. And they turn it into erasers, which I guess is what erasers are made out of, human heads. Yeah. <laughs> Eraser the na- head. There's the name of the movie. <laughs> I think That's... we got a question about why the movie is named what it is. And now, now, we, now you know. Now you know. Now you know, Seven Inch Tall Zeb. <laughs> now you know, Benny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that. And that's that's is that that's the, whole the name thing? of the movie, and I don't think that, that that shows up at all. That's not the end of the movie. No, it's just it's. There's one paragraph left, and it's like it's like uh, it's the longest paragraph, and it's like the last three minutes. <laughs> sure. Yeah, because because he, it, so that's a nightmare. Um, and then yes. he, like, cuts open... The like, baby. The baby swaddle. Well, which... first he sees the... He, first he sees the, the lady across the hall fucking another guy who's got, like, a fucking Tyra Banks, like, six heads. Tyra Banks fucking twelve head. Baker's dozen head. <laughs> oh, if we named these episodes, that would be the name of the episode. I, th- I, I gotta be honest, I'm very proud of the, the names I've given to all of the episodes of The Wonder Year so far. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not listening to that podcast, hey, I recommend it. We talk about the we talk about Animorphs, and here's just a sampling of some of the titles. Anthropornormative, Capplegate's Word Crimes, and Cryptozoologists Love the Unabomber. God. Is that last week's? <laughs> yeah, that's last week's. I feel like I go to a fugue state whenever I record that podcast with you. <laughs> oh, do you remember All Women Are Queens, Marco? Yeah, I do remember okay. All Women Are Queens, Marco. I remember that because I was obsessed with it the second you tweeted it at me, or messaged <laughs> it to me. Oh, but yeah, The Wonder Yorks is a very good podcast where we talk about animorphs. Yeah, listen to that. If this is too incomprehensible for you, you should definitely listen to The Wonder Yorks instead. I mean, we take better, well, I take better notes. I don't know about Blair's. I honestly don't know about, like, I'm not trying to, like, drag you through the mud for this. I'm just, like, I do not know what your note process is for that. It's a lot of highlighting, mostly. So. Okay, that's, that's better. That's fair. Yeah. If you could highlight a movie, you would. Yeah. That's, yeah, I would. Um, you wouldn't, you wouldn't highlight a movie. You, you wouldn't, wouldn't highlight a car. You so. wouldn't highlight a cup of coffee. I would download a cup of coffee. I would absolutely download a cup of coffee. Um, hey, uh, those commercials kind of made those, th- like, those stealing things look like the coolest shit in the world because of, like, the fucking Darude-ass techno music they played behind it. Right, yeah. That's, like, that's the cyberpunk future I want to live in. Yeah, absolutely. Like, those made me want to go out and download a car. Right. That's staying in the cut, too. Nice. Cool. Great. Um, so, yeah, then he sees fucking Tyra Banks' 12-head, Baker's dozen-ass head, fucking the lady across the hall. Mm-hmm. And he's sad, and he turns back, he goes back home. Cucked and the, again. Cucked again, says Henry Spencer, crying into his pillow. Cucked again. The alt-right was, the, the, the alt-right was right. I need to take a red pill. Do you think, um, Henry Spencer is an incel? Or a Volcel? I mean, he fucks. Yeah, I guess that's true. We do see him fuck in this movie. Yeah, but I mean, do you think he, like, despite that, considers himself an incel? Because he doesn't get as much tail as he would have liked? I don't think... I don't hate him that much to say that about him. (laughs) I mean, you just implied he got red-pilled. I did. That's true. I hate him enough to say that, but I don't, I don't hate him enough to say that he posts on r slash incels, where people post, where people, like, front page posts are like, hey, don't shower. Do you think he, um, do you think he, um, posts on r slash nofap? Yeah, he absolutely posts on r slash nofap. <laughs> Fuck. Um. I think there needs to be a se- sequence, uh, in all of our episodes where we just talk about the Reddit's, Reddit, uh, forums that our care our uh, protagonist posts in half of them are going to be um red pill incel and no fap because those are the kind of people that's that um are in horror movies yeah you're not wrong yeah. um hmm so yeah he cuts open the baby swaddling stuff because this baby just looks like a fucking i don't know how to describe this baby 
It looks dinosaur-esque to me, but like a slimy dinosaur. It's got like a dinosaur neck and head, and then it like is in like an egg of swaddling stuff beneath that. And Spencer cuts open the swaddling stuff, and it's all guts and gore. And Spencer pops open some of the guts and gore, and the baby's like, which And the baby's like, for the entire movie, because the baby is Waluigi. Yeah. Um, and then it spits out blood and then foam starts coming out of it. Yeah, and then the lights flicker and then the Alaskan bullworm from Spongebob shows up and I think that's supposed to be the baby but big. Yeah. And then uh, part of the planet explodes. Sure. Which is great. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the man on the planet has some sparks coming off his levers and he's yanking and pulling on those and... The, the it's like a white zone and Spencer and the lady in the radiator are hugging and then the white noise uh, begins to like overtake everything and then the movie cuts to black and that's the movie. Yeah. Roll credits. Roll credits. So, best part about this movie. Go. I mean, I mean, you already said lady in the radiator and I kind of agree. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. Worst part of this movie. Like, not, not, I'm not talking about, like, how bad the baby is to look at. I'm talking about, like, an actual critique you would levy against this movie. An actual critique? critique? Um, I mean, it's... it's I mean, like, it's kind of like the unilateral Lynch critique of b- impossible to understand. I don't even know if I would say it's impossible to understand. I just think it's difficult to understand. Yeah, and, difficult. And it's so open-ended in a sort of way that, like, you might not draw the same conclusions as another person does. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Which, I mean, I, it's kind of like, it's kind of a blessing and a curse of all Lynch's stuff, where it's right. like, ambiguity is both good and bad. Yeah, I think some of his movies are more on the nose than perhaps this one is, but I also think this movie has some really clear themes as well. Yeah. Um, so it is at once probably one of his more complicated movies and one of his simpler movies. Yeah. Yeah, I can get with that. Yeah. So, on a scale of zero to five, what? You know what? I think this 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 score probably will raise as I if I watch it more. Um, well, what like what, what's the, what's the rating? What's the, what's the rating scale? Zero to five, what? Zero to five. Um, I mean, can we just have it zero to five eraser head babies? I think we have to make it zero to five eraser head babies. <laughs> I mean, it's not fun or unique, but it's like the quintessential aspect of. This yeah, movie. no, it, it is the the Eraserhead baby is all of us. Yeah, we, we are, are all Eraserhead eraser baby. baby. Um, I would say, right now, I'm sitting at like a a gen. Not, I don't know. Fuck. It's hard. It is hard. I, I, like, I don't want to feel like, 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 required to give it a high score, but also I don't want to be. Just because it was kind of confusing the first time I watched it, I don't want to give it a bad score for that. I think I'm just going to give it a four right now. Yeah, that's not, that's about where I'm landing because I'm like I, I want to go back and watch this again sometime. Uh huh. Not near, not anytime soon, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like sometime, maybe within the next six months or so. Sure. Yeah. Um, you want to move on to questions? Sure. Let's. So this is a leftover one from last week that was sent in after the deadline. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're, but we're still going to read it. So this is regarding Stay Alive, not Eraserhead. Sure. Are you guys going to watch Ready Player One? It's a horror movie where the protag is a villain and he's a nerd who gets bonkers from ukuleles and is like a big Bang Theory character. Is this movie a prequel? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes to all. You wait. You're going to go see. You're going to go see Ready Player One, Blair. I'm going to torrent Ready Player One. You really are going to watch that, huh? I don't know. We'll see. Blair, Blair are you worried that it's going to like it's going to become like a Fantastic Beast kind of situation with you? Like, do you worry about that whenever you watch a bad movie? <laughs> I actually like Harry Potter. Well, yeah, but like, <laughs> Fantastic Beasts, you agree that Fantastic Beasts is a terrible movie, but yet it's you not still... a good movie. It's not a good movie, but it has like highly redeemable aspects to it, and I just don't know if nostalgia porn is going to do the same thing. Yeah, God, man, that movie looks awful, though. <laughs> I haven't even seen the trailer for it. I-, I watched it. It's it's very bad. It's there's it's so masturbatory and there's no self-effacing comedy about it to even redeem it slightly. Yeah. Shit. I um, can't imagine re- if I read that book I would just die. Anyway, Next question? Next question. Twitter says Twitter user at Puppet Motel says, "Do you think Henry does his hair like that on purpose or does it just kind of happen?" My theory is that he just like uh, like, six or seven years ago, he ate one of those, like, Tesla ball things that make your hair do that weird stuff. Sure. And it's just, like, been sitting in his stomach ever since. So, I actually have a fun fact. Because it's, bi- it's too big to poop out. <laughs> Shit. 
fuck off. I actually have a fun fact about this movie in which that I think it took like several years to actually make. Yeah. And the actor who plays Henry just kept his hair that way the entire time they were filming, even when they were like. That's so some that's, dedication. That's commitment. Um, yeah, I'm still going with your theory. In, in, in the context of the movie, it doesn't look like he has product in his hair, so I think it's just like that all the time. Tesla coil butt plug? Yeah. Well, not butt plug. <laughs> I, I, I but why butt I plug? <laughs> why, why butt plug? <laughs> why not? The orb would make a, the, the orb has a strong base so that you can't, don't have to worry about it going all the way in. Shit. Okay, I've never seen a, a Tesla orb, like, off of a stand, but, like, in my imagination, it's just, like, a snow globe. Yeah. So, yeah, put put that in your butt and you'll get hair like Henry. Don't put it in your butt. Uh, I, don't your... Be, I don't want to be responsible for that. We need to put a disclaimer at the start of the show. <laughs> do, you, do you think we just, like, clip the first, like, 30 seconds of a Sawbones episode and that anyone would care? <laughs> don't put it in your butt. <laughs> We gotta put that like we're, I'm gonna clip that and like put it underneath our intro, so it's like do 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 do. Don't put it inside your butt. Do do. Remix, remix, remix. Girl talk. Uh, Seven inch tall Zeb wants to know why is this movie called Eraserhead? Well, if you listen to the goddamn podcast, you already know. So fuck you. I mean, <laughs> fuck you, Ben. I don't know what this movie is, but I've heard its name a lot. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. Listen to the damn podcast, Benny. I mean, I don't know what the fuck else to tell you. Uh, at Sapphic asks, I read about this on Wikipedia five years ago. How fucked is the body horror? The body horror is fucked. It's, you know, I think it definitely is oversold for how fucked the body horror is, because it's not like... I mean, I think the best way to describe it is a, is a classic way I like to describe things, where it's not as bad as you, th- as you may have heard it is, but it's definitely worse than what you're thinking of now that I've told you it's not as bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's a good way to explain it. Uh, also from at Sapphic, uh, asks, compare and contrast Eraserhead to Dream Daddy. Well, having not played Dream Daddy, uh, And having not seen Eraserhead. Um, uh, I don't, I don't... <laughs> Listen, I think they're very similar. I actually think they're pretty much the same thing, because Eraserhead has seven guys that you, that you, all of which you can fuck. They all have kids. You have a kid who's a sassy teenager, and it's a dating sim, so I mean, I really don't know how they got away with this. I want an Eraserhead themed dating sim. You don't. You don't. I you do. don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. <laughs> you do not. Look, Luna, we don't all have the same priorities in this life. <laughs> Last question from Trump, from Tumblr user Fuck Warlock, friend of the show, and almost guest Fuck Warlock. Well, I mean, I guess once guest but failed guest Fuck yeah. Warlock. Yeah. Uh, what if the fucked up baby dabbed? I mean, it doesn't have arms. No, it doesn't, but what if it still dabbed? What if it dabbed nonetheless? What if it, like, grew arms just to dab, and then its arms fell off, and it was some more body horror? Well, I'm not gonna write that kind of, uh, fan fiction about, uh, Eraserhead. Oh, check AO3, I already wrote 20,000 words. Shit. (laughs) I don't wanna think about the fucking Eraserhead. Do you think Archive of- Do you think Fiction Mania- Nope, not Fiction Mania, just revealed my hand a little bit. Fanfiction.net. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, God. Go on. Does, Blair, do you know what Fiction Mania is? I don't. Okay, I'm not going to explain it to you. There okay. are a small group of people out there who are listening to this show who know exactly what I just confessed to. Oh, my God. Do uh, <laughs> don't. Now I have to know. Oh. We can continue what you're saying. I won't put you on blast. Erase. No, no Eraserhead fanfiction on fanfiction.net. Eraserhead fanfiction. No. Oh, there is some fanfiction about the character Eraserhead from, uh, fucking Boku no Hero Academia. Mm. I forgot about that because there's a hero, there's a hero whose name is Aizawa, or Shota Aizawa, but his hero name is Eraserhead. Sure. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he's a sleepy dad. Yeah. Yeah, you doing some googling? You trying to find what I'm what I'm talking about? No, I found out what you were talking about, but I'm just not going to put you on blast for it. I I very much appreciate that. Oh man! No, no we're I want to archive go- of our own to look for a racer head. 
Now you're just you're literally just gonna find the character from My Hero Academia. No, there is two two works uh, in Eraserhead 1977. Uh, the baby from Eraserhead hangs out with Dio, or should I be studying for anatomy and physiology? But I'm being peer pressured, or Dio gets coils shamed. And then there's uh there's a My Little Pony friendship is magic and Eraserhead crossover, uh, which is called Deliverance of the Infernal Child. Hmm. You want to just, like, pop open Deliverance and, like, read off a couple of lines? <laughs> um, well, the summary is Twilight Sparkle begins Applejack, brings Applejack a misshapen newborn whose origins are unclear to look for uh, for the summer. Fic forever doomed to remain unfinished. Um, All right. Yeah, it, yeah. Hey, do you, remember, do you remember My Little Dashy? Yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked up if true. Yeah. That, that's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. I, I hate it. It's, yeah, it's bad. Okay. Do we have any more questions? Or No, that's it. No, no questions? Okay. Yeah, see, okay, we're at 46 minutes, and now who's... I don't even still... know what I'm going to recommend this week. All right, take some time, because I got, I got mine. Okay. Uh, so my recommendation this week is uh, the start of a video series that was posted today... Um, well, my first recommendation this week is wishing me a happy birthday on Thursday, August 3rd, because I'm turning 23. <laughs> nice. And buying me something off of my Amazon wish list. <laughs> Don't actually nice. do that. Don't actually Double. do that. Um, but my recommendation is actually, uh, the new Giant Bomb, uh, long play who has, uh, it's got Jen, uh, Ben Pack and Brad Shoemaker, uh, behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. And everyone in the Giant Bomb fandom seems to fucking hate Ben, and I have no idea why. He looks like a content-aware, scaled Ray Romano, and I mean that in the best way possible, because I love him. Uh-huh. And he, he's seven feet tall, and he has a voice that is deeper than hell. And he's great. And it's, I've only watched about ten minutes of the first video, because I woke up, and that video was posted, and then I, like, had to do this podcast, but um, I really, really like what I've watched of it so far, and I've never actually sat through a Giant Bomb long play before, because I just didn't, I didn't know who they were when they were doing the Persona 4 Endurance run, sure. and I'm not about to go back and watch all that, Sure. and I don't have premium, so I can't watch them play Mario Sunshine with Steal My Sunshine, though I might actually upgrade a premium just to watch that. So yeah, Giant Bombs, I think it's all like called like Kingdom Heartache or something. Nice. Nice. Um, I can breathe now. I didn't breathe much <laughs> yeah you were, you wanted to rattle all that off you got very excited yeah um so my recommendation this week uh because i've recently started rewatching it uh is king of the hill it's it's a, it's li- like one of the most wholesome quote-unquote adult cartoons out, out there what sorry king of the hill king of the hill yeah no it's good fucking rules so good it's really good and it's way better than any of the other like it's it's literally what i like I said, quote unquote adult cartoons should be. Yeah, which no. is just like like a good show, but animated. I think one of my favorite. I mean, it's kind of one of my favorite jokes in all of cartoons, where it, Hank is just like pulling, re, flipping through his emails, he's like bills, bills, bills. Why do we keep getting bills mail? <laughs> it's such a stupid joke that makes me it's laugh good, so that. hard. It's so good. Oh, God, it's a good show. I also love the episode where they, like, get abandoned in the water and are saved by Dale's smoking habit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Shit. No, it's fun. It's fun as fuck. Yeah. It's wholesome. Yeah. That's not my purse. I don't know you. It's like, it's like a moe shit slice of life. But Yeah, but if it was Texas. good. But if moe shit was good. Yeah. And about uh, several dads. Yeah. Yeah. Dream hmm. Daddy, but it's the cast of... Uh, King of the Hill? Oh, King I'd buy that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I would too. Oh, man. Uh, so... Podcast. Podcast. Well, sorry everyone. <laughs> In general. Uh, Thanks. so, cleanups, we moved to cleanup stuff. Uh, yeah. yes, yes, we yes. got, uh, fucking, out fearbaiting on Twitter, fearbaiting at gmail.com, fearbaiting.tumblr.com, we don't update it that often, but we do it sometimes, sometimes when we feel like it. Yeah. Um, I am at shiashatanaka on Twitter, and shiashatanakas.tumblr.com. Um, I'm Bramblepelt on Tumblr, and I'm at Blair Kitch on Twitter. 
And if you want to support this show or our sister podcast, The Wonder Years, which I already recommended earlier, but I do want to recommend, again, you go listen to. It's every other week. There's only five episodes out so far, and they're all great episodes, each one way better than the last. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to support that and this, uh, you can go to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash fearbaiting. Patreon allows us to, you know, pay for our hosting fees. It also allows us to get shit like Blair's new and improved mic, so she doesn't sound like a dog shit pile anymore. Um, so, yeah, this has been Fearbaiting. Yeah. Uh, um, hold on. I, I had a pick for next week's movie, but I forgot it. Shit. You gotta remember it right now. Um, fuck. Fuck. My friends gave me a list of, like, a bajillion of them. Oh, no. Um, well, I'm just gonna pause for a minute while I look for it, and I'll just cut it out of the okay. phone cut. I had a I had a selection. Hold on. Uh, my, next week we'll be watching 13 Ghosts. Cool. Dope. <laughs> I actually Hell love yeah. that movie. You, what's that? I actually love that movie. I'm so excited really? now. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. I I, put, I asked my friends on Twitter, what are some stupid mid-2000s horror movies that didn't make any kind of splash like The Crazies? And my friend and future guest, Devin, replied, hmm, speaking specifically theatrical releases, maybe 13 Ghosts and House of Wax, Disturbia, Valentine, Slither, The Fog, Pulse. Disturbia is also good. Disturbia is the... I don't think we can go back to the to the Munias so quickly. No, that's Shia LaBeouf. Oh, it is Shia LaBeouf! Fuck! I don't know if I can do that, though. <laughs> we gotta watch this. At some point, we gotta watch Disturbia. I'm not gonna pick it. Fuck. Uh, but yeah, ne- tune in next week for 13 Ghosts. And as always, I'm Blair. Yeah, I- I'm Luna. <laughs> and remember... <laughs> you can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone. I'm actually Luna. If you're Luna and I'm Luna, then who's flying the plane? Wah, bum, bum.